Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, welcome to another episode of Million Dollar Agent, the podcast. And uh, congratulations, by the way, if your team's winning at the moment. John's on cloud nine, South Sydney. If there's a footy game on um, during the, the, the weeknights, I'll get a text from John because, you know, he's got a spring in his step when they're winning, Troy. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. I do hear that constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 the Roosters had a loss, I believe. Yeah, we did. We had a loss. Um, we we had we had a, quite a few players in the Zim bin. It seems to be a common theme at the moment over the last couple of weeks. So I think we need to um, get back to basics and understand what's happening on the field and play to the rules. I think. Um, but you know, it's a long season. I think that's the thing, Tom, and that's what any Tigers fan would be hoping. That's actually not, but the reality is, it's a long season, and uh, long season. It's a long, a long season. way to go. Rebuilding year, Tommy. Just keep saying it's a rebuilding year. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 the Tigers had a buy, and to all our uh, our Victorian uh, brothers and sisters, um, Sydney Sydney Swans had a had a, had a good win um, mm. over the uh, the weekend and uh, against uh, Richmond. Um, so great. I've got to tell you, sport and Australia, it's just a great thing. And it doesn't matter whether it's rugby league or soccer, it just becomes part of your week. But today we're going to talk about something that real estate agents don't have in common with sports people. In fact, I'm going to share on my screen. You won't be able to see it, but John and Troy will. This is a survey that has just come out from Roy Morgan. It had 1,300 Australians over the age of 14 respond to the trust factor that they have with the various occupations and professions and their view of honesty and ethical standards, scoring them as very high, high average, low, very low. But gentlemen, it's been like this for years and years and years. And as you can see that they're right at the top, right at the top, nurses, the highest rating, at 88 um, and uh, rightly deserved. Doctors just underneath them at 82. Pharmacists, 76. School teachers, 74. And then we move down towards the bottom and we have a look. Federal MPs, seven right now near the bottom. State MPs, five from the bottom. Insurance brokers, four from the bottom. Real estate agents, three from the bottom. Advertising people, second from the bottom, and automotive sales, car sales people down at the bottom. John Troy, it hasn't changed that much over the last few years. No, I think journalists have snuck up somehow, uh, newspaper journalists. They've, they've got halfway, which is surprising because they were always down with us journalists, as they should, mm. as they should be with our industry. Tom, look, jokes aside, it's, it's not a good thing, but as I've often said and, and you've said the same, um, it's not unexpected when you look at, and we saw that Four Corners interview, and I think, you know, we're, we're preaching to the choir here because most people that are members of your gym and listen to us, are, are, they run a run a tight ship and they, they work with integrity. But that's not the bulk of the industry. The bulk of the industry still gets away with whatever they can. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's a good topic for us to flesh out a bit today and even recommend some things, simple things. Pickle, stop it. Sorry, my dash hounds. Ripping up a Fletcher's brochure. Apologies to all the gents from and ladies from Fletcher's. Um, and uh, and it's really, I don't think it's that hard to change the way people feel about real estate agents. But what got us here won't get us there. And continued avoiding straight talk 
and talking in riddles and even worse, talking in in lies, is just got to be eradicated from our industry. And yeah. I get very frustrated. I know you, Troy, and Tom do as well. So I think it's a really good topic because, unfortunately, it's not a surprise and, unfortunately, it's actually well-deserved that this industry has trouble telling the truth, certainly in the sales side of the business. People seem to have this misnomer that, well, if I tell the truth, I'm going to lose the business, so I might as well lie, get it, then at least I've got a chance of selling it. And, and you know, I just say, you know, how do you, how do you live with yourself putting your bed on, head on the, on the pillow every night knowing that you've lied for a living or you've lied to win a listing or lied to get a sale across the line. It's just it's not a good way to go. So um, I think you suggested, Tommy, you texted us a bit earlier, which I really love the idea. It's just let's let's just accept it is what it is. But let's talk about what can we be doing as an industry? What can you as a listener, an agent, do that's going to take us from the bottom towards the top? That, you know, that's what I'd love to do. And, and Troy, how yeah, happy for you to start off. <clears throat> Well, I was going to say, you know, and this is quite quite interesting that we we have this topic today. On the weekend, I was really fortunate to call an auction for a very successful agent within our brand, John, Cindy Kennedy. And um, Cindy has been a top performer in our business for such a long period of time. And when you unpack a lot of the things that Cindy does, you can see why she is not part of that list. She is a standout person because of the way that she conducts herself with high integrity, transparency, is very responsive and understands her clients. Um, the auction on the weekend, John, it was a, a fantastic result. It was a beautiful um, double-fronted cottage. And, John, I've never seen such a response from underbidders coming up to Cindy after the auction and actually thanking her for the way that she conducted herself and her team conducted herself, um, Scott and Richard and the entire team, the way that um, they conduct themselves in regards to the campaign. Now, that doesn't happen every time, but there's a lot of lessons that I got from that. And, you know, just speaking with Cindy after the event and also Scott, it was kind of really easy to understand how they've yeah. built a professional reputation that is trustworthy. So that that's yeah, that, kind of something that's just really topical. And, and, and I'll idea. tell you, Johnny, before you go on, okay. and I'll tell you something about Cindy, which makes it even more extraordinary, and I don't say this in any way to actually take away anything positive out of her personality. I know her world, and I'd say this in front of her, I think as a person, she's not one of these gregarious people that's all over you, right? We're talking about someone that is like pretty a matter of fact, straight to the point, right? And I can see how some people could actually find her, oh, she's she's too direct, but it appears that that trait itself is what's making her so liked by people. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. It's 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 straight. In fact, I'll 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 start running through some of these things, and you guys chime in and tell me what I've missed. I just wrote a few notes before this seminar. First one was exactly what you two have just spoken about. I said, talk straight, don't be evasive. Don't, don't, look, some people they say, oh, I don't really lie, but on the same by the same token, they don't really tell the truth. They just avoid the conversation. Yeah, people deserve to be told. Here are the three comparables. The vendor won't take an offer before. The vendor wants to wait until the auction or whatever it is. Just be straight with people. Don't talk in riddles. And I think that's that's the biggest reason people generally hate our industry, as the statistics provide us, is, is they're not 
strike. So there, I've got some other things like, you know, have have a value-add service team in terms of make it easy for people to buy and sell. Make sure you've got the best broker, you know, the best stylist, the best uh, removalist, all on your speed dial. But unless you can actually just talk straight during the transaction, um, it's it's all for nothing. So even before that, though, Troy, you know, and I think this is where you were getting to with Cindy, both of you, go deeper in the relationship. Care mm. about people as people, as a fellow human being. Don't see them as buyers and sellers as a category or, or a means to earn commission. These are people who are lying awake at night, dreaming, hoping they win at the auction tomorrow, um, you know, and, and going through a very stressful situation and trying to juggle all the other things in life we're trying to do. And they find the whole process of buying, selling is a bit like going to the dentist. It's a horrible process. So recognise it, be empathetic, and Troy, no doubt, this is why Cindy is extraordinary, is she gives a damn uh, about everyone she deals with, buyer or seller, doesn't matter. So I, I think the first thing is just to treat people like human beings. How would you want your mother, father, brother, sister, sibling to be treated if they turned up to a service? You wouldn't expect to send them to a lawyer and their lawyer avoids questions and tells them half-truths or, or a doctor or a psychiatrist or an accountant or any other profession that you would expect that they're told the truth in a, in a direct and yet empathetic way. So, yeah, you know, I've got down here, Troy, talk straight, don't be evasive. Um, go deeper in the relationship and give a damn about the human being behind the behind the request, behind the email. I think that's really important. Ha- have a value-add service team. I mean, don't assume that just because you're a real estate agent that it's not your job to help them do other things involved. You know, make sure you've got the best conveyancer, um, the best thing. Jared Zach is is the guy we recommend. There you go. Free plug for Jared Zach. Jared and Ella, brilliant. Dot and cross it. Uh, they should be sponsors, Tommy, but that's a free plug, that one, because they're lovely people. But, you know, just Jared, and I refer anyone I can to him, you know, he's always accessible. Um, he always returns your call. If he doesn't know, he'll be straight and you say, I don't know the answer to that, but let me come back to you. 20 minutes later, he's coming back to you. So, you know, just have a great mortgage broker, conveyancer, painter, landscaper, everything you need. You should have the best of the best. Um Little things here. I've put down here discretion, respect people's privacy. Um, I, I just think that, again, there are some people who want to shout to the world they've bought a property and there are other people that like to keep it on the down low. And I think as an agent, it's nothing wrong with leveraging a good sale if both parties are happy and, and promoting it with PR or even letterbox drops, but make sure both parties are happy. You know, a lot of people I've found over the years, they think it's their right to go and blow lots of private information to try and get another listing when they actually haven't even paid the courtesy to the parties involved with the transaction to say, I'm intending to do this. It's just wanting to check it's not going to offend you. So, you know, little things. Uh, be accessible. I just mentioned there about Jared Zach, the conveyor. Be accessible and return phone calls. This is an industry where emails often get don't returned and phone calls and messages and all sorts of things. So just be accessible. I've got here, Troy, and, you know, this has been one of my catch calls for years. Be reliable and do what you promise to do. Yeah, Sounds simple, but just do what you promise to do. Be punctual. You know, I know the three of us love being punctual with this podcast because it's kind of we respect each other and we respect other people's time. Um. So, you know, there's a list of things. None of them are earth-shattering, but I've got to tell you, if you actually wrap them up in one human being, 
you've got a you've, you've got an incredibly successful agent just by doing Tommy the basics. And I know we talk about this. You know, it's the one percenters. Yeah, I think, John, I, th- no, well, I think you're 100% right. And, you know, you mentioned Jared and, you know, the thing I get from Jared is that he always provides excellent service. Um, he does go above and beyond to exceed every client's expectation, whether that's coming back to you or saying, I don't understand, and then going and finding the answer and coming back to you, you're always blown away. And so like Cindy, like Jared, like many of our other top performers that listen to this podcast, I really think, you can set the benchmark of what standard of service looks like in your community and your market um, and really exceed that time and time again. And I think that's how you create those raving fans. John and Tom, another one that we haven't mentioned that I, I always um, remember very early on in my career, you both shared with me was to really, um, first of all, listen. Don't try and think that you have the answers or go straight into a script. It was to really understand yep. the clients and understand what their needs are because every need is different, right? We may see scenarios play out time and time again, but the reality is that every circumstance and every opportunity we get to deal with a buyer or seller, landlord or tenant can be quite unique. So we really need to stop and understand their needs before we create those recommendations, much like a doctor does. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Well said. I'm just thinking to myself, if I was a real estate agent right now, and I saw that they were third from the bottom and I was starting off as an agent and I wanted to be perceived differently, the one thing that I seriously look at doing is becoming more a community-based agent, becoming the eco-centre yep. <coughs> of my community. Now, I mean, and I, and I know that we've got agents earning various kinds of incomes, but if you think about it, if you were to allocate $30,000 a year, which had you not done it, you're going to pay tax on 30, you're going to be left with 15 anyway. If you put $30,000 a year and you say, oh, I'm going to allocate that towards my community, I want to be seen to be giving stuff to the community, support the community. They are going to know that I'm a real estate agent. They are going to know that I work at McGrath's. But the bottom line is I want to be perceived as giving something back to the community because, gentlemen, whether we like it or not, we got young real estate agents pulling up in flash cars in the suburbs of Sydney, you know, parking their cars, coming out looking like their their models. The, the, the world hates us already. We've seen that. We're third down from the bottom. So if you're always seen as someone that's just taking and not giving, and then the, the last point I want to add that I turn around and I look at when I'm dealing with someone and I can really trust them, you know what I notice about it? They're giving me advice that will benefit me even if it's going to cost them. That's when yeah. I really feel like that's when you really feel you, you're getting a trusted advisor and not a spruiking commission-based salesperson, right, where they give you advice along the lines to say, look, right now, if this is your situation, I will probably delay it for another nine weeks, right? That's the kind of talk where verse, oh, no, 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 let's put it on. Let's whack it on the market quickly now. Let's get it back. Let's get it get it on there. Or or, or, or when, when I hear it at an auction on Saturday, when, 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 when you get to a figure and you think to yourself, hang on a second, there's a reasonable chance that you might actually get a little bit more next week. When you think to yourself, you know, there's a reasonable chance, you sit there and tell the owner, look, you've got two options here. One is you take it. Or the other option, and I'm going to recommend that you might look at maybe trying another week after auction and see how you go. There's a risk involved, 
but I want to let you know that's an option because I think most vendors are just used to hearing people say that suit the agent and no one else. Yeah, they're, they're great points. And and before we wind up, Tommy, there's two things I want to touch on. We you know, One of them you start, I, I love the content of community. The only thing I'd say is you know, don't do it because it's going to give a listing. Just do yeah. it because it's karma and it feels good, right? Like, And, and maybe it's not 30000 Some people can definitely afford it. They should, but maybe it's 300 and it's turning up to the sausage, sausage sizzle at the local fair or volunteering and just, you know, donating a few of your Sundays, you and your family, for a year. So, you know, whether it's money or whether it's just sweat equity or, or just doing the right thing, number one. Number two is ego, and you mentioned that, Tom. Like, seriously, as an industry, if people don't like us already. We've seen the statistics. Why would you go and rub salt into their wounds and 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 just carry on like a numbskull on social media and show your watch and show your car and show your house and show your Greek holiday, just please, please come on. If you've been successful, congratulations. I'm sure it's well-deserved and get rid of your ego and you'll be even more successful. So, you know, if you want as if we want as an industry to have people like and trust us, tell the truth and, and keep a low profile. And the last one, this is sort of an interesting one. I've just written down here while you were talking, Tom, tone deaf. A lot. Of, I see this a lot. I see this in letterbox drops. I see this in PR articles. Agents that are so drunk on their own success and ego, often they make these absurdly rude comments in context to a, a, about, "Oh, we just sold this for double the reserve," and that yeah. there's nothing wrong. You shouldn't be uncomfortable with getting a good result. But you got to remember, someone that's allowed you to get the good results just signed a check for their new home. Don't. Put something into the market that is going to be embarrassing for the purchaser. So you can say, you know, terrific result, strong bidding, um, you know, delighted with with the result, a beautiful home, one of the best in the suburb. But just always make sure that you know that the buyers and the sellers are also your audience when you put out material, social media, or whatever it might be. So please. Spare a thought. Someone goes to an auction on a Saturday, they get a bit of adrenaline, they're really competitive, they buy it, they're happy to buy it, then they kind of feel like, oh, gee, I wonder if I've overpaid. Then Sunday morning in the newspapers or on, or on news.com.au, you know, an agent goes out there and just, you know, beats his or her chest about, you know, how much more than the reserve. So, you know, again, I'm not saying you can't say there was a competitive auction and it went, you know, comfortably above reserve, but just the way you say it and, and should be respectful. Um, we do do things that irritate people and you just don't want to irritate anyone. So I, I reckon we've given our audience a pretty good list of lots of little one percenters there and just some directional stuff. It's it's now just a matter of it. Let's all do it. Let's do it as an industry because let's leave a legacy. And I know that's why the three of us turn up here every week and and, and not begrudgingly, by the way, we love it. Uh, the pay is extraordinarily good for uh, this podcast. No salary, <laughs> cap, no salary cap problems at MDA. <laughs> yeah. no, we do it. We do it for, yeah, there's no tax problems here with the podcast. Um, uh, we, look, look, we love what we do, and I know the three of us all, we just want the better industry. So one day when we're no longer here to jibber-jabber and to, and to whatever, that hopefully the industry is a better place. But um, let's all together lift these standards in the industry, 
let's let's be honest with people. Let's give them amazing service. Let's talk straight. Let's do lots and lots of little things that combined end up in extraordinary. And then maybe one day we, we'll, we'll never be number one because nurses and doctors and, and dentists, they're too good to be knocked off the perch. But let's hope that we're just beneath those those incredible um, first-line workers because uh, as an industry we can do that and we are doing something important, which is helping families move from one home to the next. So let's talk more. And, Tom, I mentioned to you guys we're going to have on a guy who I've only just met uh, recently, uh, Transparency, met him at the park, walking his dog, Pugly, um, and uh, terrific, terrific young guy, and he's uh, a, a, co- a business coach, and I had a really good conversation with him, and he's offered to join us. So let's let's aim for next week or the week after. We'll do that if you're okay, and Susan yeah. will do that, Tommy. And, uh, and let's. And I think one of the things he does want to touch on is going to be ego as well. So I think he's got a whole range of things he's going to talk to us about, but that'll be fun. Beautiful. So Susan, we'll talk off here and uh, get it lined up and get the Zoom link sent out to. Um, it's it's Kenzie's name, isn't it, John? Uh, uh, Keith or Jeremy, Ken? Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy. Jeremy, sorry, Jeremy. We'll, we'll get the link. Jeremy Cutt. And um, I want to remind everyone before we finish off, today is the 17th. You're probably listening to this on the 18th. We try and get it up straight away, which is only uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks away from, from Eric. And I've got to tell you, Troy, one of the reasons I'm pumped is that uh, my chemo nurse, is a fan of uh, Caitlyn Jenner, big, big, big fan. And um, uh, when she found out that um, I was going to be doing an interview, she just said, "Like, I, I, you know, can can I can I come along? I want to pay." You know, she's a nurse. I said, "No, listen, we'll get you. We'll get you the video." Um, um, I've got to tell you, the more I think about it, real estate agents can learn a lot from nurses. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the way that they, you know, the, they, they just sort of make you feel like it's going to be okay, you know. Um, anyway, what's the point? Six weeks to Eric, everyone. Well, I mean, yeah, he six- can, uh, is it a female? Is, yes, is it, it a female nurse? Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, look, she may, may the, the video will be great because we're not, Caitlin's not coming live, but. If she wants to come up, offer her to come. We'll put her on the uh, on the Eric account. We'll give oh, her yeah. a free ticket, free night's accommodation, and a free flight if she wants to make the trip up so she can watch it live. So tell us if she wants to do that, or Susan, just let us know and we'll um, we'll have her come up as a part of the Eric team complimentary. Oh, that's a bit. She was, she was my chemo nurse for a year, for nine months, so um, just extraordinary person. But um, Eric's sales are going great, amazing. Um, Killing it. To, talking to yeah, Nick, yeah. it's only six weeks to go. So if you haven't actually got your Eric ticket, do that now because last year everyone thought we were playing this uh, sales game. That <laughs> so, so what happened last year is all these people rock up to Eric um, because they couldn't buy a ticket and they thought, oh, there's no way in the world, right? There's no way in the world the ticket's a ticket, right? Oh. That's just they're just using sales. It was it was full. So what had happened is we had people that had actually booked accommodation. And booked there, thinking that they were going to be able to get a ticket scalp somewhere along the line. It's not going to, ha- it's not going to happen, team. Buy yourself. Get in, get in early. We're a thousand ahead. I think close to a thousand ahead on where we were last year. So uh, yeah, please, if you want to come, we want you to come. You want to come? There is a limit. We will hit the limit sooner than later this year. So 
We'll see you up there. We'll tell you. We'll talk a bit more going going forward. We might even be nice to have Tommy Ferry come on somewhere between now and then 100%. as a bit of a guest podcast. Yeah, actually, I might send him a note, um, John. And because the times don't work, it might be a pre it might be a pre recorded one. It might not be live. Um, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That's it. That's all right. right. Amazing. Over you, Tommy. Signing off, everyone. See you next week, guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye.